When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Gerald Glassford, come right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there that's all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, the great folks at Lakerholics.com. Plus, also as well, the great folks at the Hoop Heads Podcast Network, it is sincerely appreciated. We're going into today, hoping everybody's day went well. We got the bad loss last night because we had no LeBron, and it looked like it was going to get a lot worse for us, especially if you're a betting guy here in Vegas, because we found out about a couple hours before game time against the Charlotte Hornets that no LeBron, no Anthony Davis, and also... No Malink Monk. So there's three of your top scorers out of the lineup. And we know what each brings to the team. Heading into Charlotte, the Hornets, who just finished scoring earlier this week, 158 points against the Indiana Pacers. So we're all thinking, all right, this is going to be just a game that we're just going to have to forget. We're going to lose by 30. I know that the Sacramento Kings just lost by 53. What's the record for Oklahoma City when they lost by 70 a couple months ago? Okay, as long as we don't do that, we're going to be okay. And I reached out beforehand to see who was going to go ahead and jump on the show with me. And I had one member after another member after another member all saying, you know what? I saw no LeBron. I saw no AD. And I saw no Malik Monk. I'm okay, Gerald. I'm okay. I, I don't think I can make it on the show tonight. Funny how that is when the Lakers, again, today, they stayed pretty close in the first half. Fairly close. Then it got to a double-digit lead, and it was looking like, okay, this is where the blowout comes in. All right. We had our time in the sun. We played fairly well in the first half. You know what? Okay. Good moral victory right there for you. We're all going to let it go from there. It's all going to go ahead and be just a normal 20 to 25 point blowout as expected, as I'm sure everyone out there expected, as I'm sure that the guys that didn't want to come on the show tonight expected as well. But the only man out there who did accept it, and this is when the Lakers were down by almost 20 points, 
was a guy with me tonight. So I give him big props for being here tonight, whether the, the Lakers are down or the Lakers are up. And so wouldn't you know, the Lakers in the second half have a huge 36 to 22 third quarter run and almost, almost snatch victory out of defeat. But a great game from Ish Smith. Yeah. Very solid game from LaMelo Ball. Yeah. And one of the worst calls that did not get overturned on a block charge that I have ever seen that even had the ESPN announcers, both of them, saying it was a wrong call and a bad call by the refs, even after reviewing it and still giving it to the Charlotte Hornets. That was the difference. Maybe it was Russell Westbrook. Maybe he shouldn't have taken a three to go ahead and try to win the game. But you know what? He put us back into this entire game with 30 points in the second half. The most points scored in the half by Lakers since the last game that Kobe Bryant ever played. Yeah. And the Lakers in one of the best performances of the year, because it's one of the gutsiest performances of the year, the intestinal fortitude we have not seen, even in the jazz game, even in a couple of the other big wins that they've had, we have not seen a gutsy performance like this at all from the team. And they almost pulled it out, but that, that call, that call, I believe was the difference. And I think the NBA in their report and review are not going to make anything better for us the next day when they say, yes, the refs blew the call and it was a charge. So that doesn't help our cause anymore. But you know what? I've got big kudos for the entire team, for Russell Westbrook, who I've been on all year long as far as being a mistake, be traded, the whole nine yards. And they, but the Lakers, unfortunately, still lose 117 to 114. Again, the difference, I think, was clearly that bad call. But here today to talk about the game is the only man who decided to go ahead and jump on the show. And I'm so glad he's here. You got to catch his five things articles at Lakerholics.com. And this particular upcoming article will be a good one. It is a good man indeed. It is no Admiral Akbar today because no. it, it was almost a trap for the Charlotte Hornets. Right. We, we, almost, we, we almost were the superstar destroyer. Yes, that's true. It is Jamie Sweet. And Jamie, I know we have a lot of questions that we're going to try and answer today in regards to Russell Westbrook. But first off and foremost, this has got to be, without a doubt, the gutsiest performance of the year. Just the best job all around the team has put out. Yes, I understand it's a loss. But when you're down three of your best players, this was a job well done for the team. I know you don't like moral victories, but I'm going to give them one for today. You know, I, I have to agree with that. I think that, and Dwight didn't play either. So really yes. we were out, we were out four guys, if you think about it. So, and, and we could have, it's one of those, one of those things where I understand, like they told Dwight, I'm sure before the game or, you know, the, the day before or whatever, like, Hey, it's a back-to-back. You're going up against Embiid. We're going to, you, you're going to get the, the, the next game off. But then when AD goes out and LeBron's out and you desperately need size, somebody to like battle Plumlee in the middle a little better than than the living tree that is DeAndre Jordan, I kind of wish they'd crack that case open a little bit and say, you know what, Dwight, maybe you could play five minutes in the fourth quarter? Wouldn't have been nice. It would have been nice. But that, that's one of those things where I'm like, you know, this is why you got a team. I get it. You probably told him and, you know, maybe he didn't do his pregame thing that – I don't know. You know, I'm sure there's a lot that goes into it that we're not privy to, but that was that was one thing that was a, 
little frustrating as a fan, but I I have to give a lot of credit to the Laker bench tonight who played phenomenally and Russell Westbrook. I mean, this was a vintage Russ game. This was a game that you would have seen him play with a bunch of nobodies you never heard of in OKC. This is the Russell Westbrook that you, that Laker Tom, Joe Sorrell, and everybody on the Russell Westbrook trade wants to see that we have not seen the entire season. He's had one 30-point game outside of this, which was in a supporting cause to LeBron. Yep. So I give him this second game. So this is a second, only the second game, in my opinion, that we've actually had a true Russell Westbrook that you guys actually hope that we had traded for. And I think it's 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 still possible. It's still possible, but it's going to take a lot of work, and we're probably going to run out of time in terms of, like, maximizing this trio's potential. You know, there's just not going to be enough games. There's not in the, in the modern NBA. You don't practice like you used to. You know, you gotta gotta figure it out on the fly once the season starts. So, you know, a lot of the pieces that, for whatever reason, the front office thought we were going to be counting on guys like Ariza and DeAndre Jordan. I, I don't know why they. I still don't know why we haven't waived DeAndre Jordan yet. I would have rather kept Rondo frankly, for moments like this. A Rondo in this game could have been the difference between a win and a loss because, you know, when Reeves grabbed that ball with about 15 seconds less and started walking it up the court, it was like, no, 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 Austin, dude, you got you to go. Rush it up there, yeah. And we got we to gotta get this. And that's he's a rookie. He's going to learn. You know, those, I, those I was balls. still sad to see Westbrook take an outside jumper to try and win the game as opposed to just try to drive it in because he was so successful on his drives. I know. They, they couldn't stop him. And he might have had a kick out to, uh, I mean, I, I was a little surprised Kent wasn't on the floor at the beginning uh, for that last play because he has, he, he was pretty hot from three tonight. You know, he yeah. was one of the better three-point shooters we had on the floor. Like you um, said, Kent Bazemore, Austin Reeves. Kent Bazemore came off the bench, uh, you know, shook off the cobwebs, 13 points for him. Carmelo Anthony. Best Laker in the first half by far, I think. Was Carmelo, yes. Plus 20 was him, plus minus for the day. THT, unfortunately, only didn't give you as much as he liked, but it's still plus 11. Austin Reeves with 16 points, yeah. eight rebounds, some yeah. quality shots. He hit an yeah. and one that was really good, and a three-pointer down the stretch in the fourth quarter. It just Again, this is stuff that you would like to see over the course of the rest of the season. What can they take from this man? What can they take? I mean, a lot of these guys aren't in the rotation a lot, right? Like, Bazemore's not in the rotation a lot. Wayne Ellington got a lot of minutes tonight, not really in the rotation. Guys played more minutes, you know, in, in roles that they wouldn't play with LeBron when LeBron is healthy. This is still a team that's driven by the LeBron James-Anthony Davis pairing, and Russ is still trying to figure out where he fits in that triumvirate. He has not established a consistent, way to contribute at a high level with this team yet. And I think what you saw tonight was you maybe got to give Russ team grit to work with lunch bucket guys going to put on their hard hat and play as hard as he is and young guys to keep up with him because, you know, LeBron and AD like to play at a slower pace. They just do. They do. You know, LeBron is not the downhill freight train he was four or five years ago even you know he's he he likes to be methodical and save save those moments for when he knows he can execute that play to its fullest potential and anthony davis has never been (laughs) never been a a a lightning in a bottle player he's always been a more of an iso guy 
fall away jumpers, a little more airy in his game, you know, not so power or speed. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's his game, and he's good at it. Yeah, you know, I I don't know what we're going to do to take anything from this. I mean, what I what I think I would like to take from it, if I if anything could carry forward, is that the guys who haven't maybe had the roles pan out the way they expected it to this season, you know, the Baysmores, the Ellingtons, that it reminds them why you stay ready. You know, you, 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 there will come a day when they need to break glass, break the glass in case of emergency and you need to be ready to rock. And, you know, a lot of those guys showed up ready to rock tonight and, you know, put their heart and left it all on the floor. And for that, they definitely have to be applauded. I do think you can take a moral victory from this because I mean, obviously it would have been far better to take a real victory, right? There's, there's no, based on our record, based on the situation that the Lakers are in right now, still trying to discover who they are more than, you know, coming up on two thirds of the way through the season. You would like to see something that's a little more, something that has some continuity, some consistency, and that has just yet to be discovered this season. But this team has had a hard time playing with effort consistently and so that's what i would love for them to take away the the lesson of look what happens when you just compete look what happens when you just play hard when you go hard when you don't when you don't let down or give up you know if the first if the first five minutes of a quarter don't go your way or if the first half you get down double digits or if you get close and then they pull away again by double digits just keep Putting the nose to the grindstone, make the next play, make the next, get the next rebound, get the next stop. Focus on the defensive end more than the offensive end, and you will win more basketball games than you lose. It might not happen for this team right away, but if they can bring this effort forward, even with LeBron and AD, uh, whom they will, you know, it, it, I remember there was there was an era where like you could see the team ball watching Kobe because it, he was just putting on such a show, and LeBron and is kind of the same way right now. He was in such a zone; it was so easy for the team to be like, "Well, I'll give the ball to LeBron. Let's see what he can do." And we need more from the team. The team needs to come to a higher energy level. I don't know. I'm not saying the team needs to make like you know everybody else on the team needs to up their scoring average by three or four or five points. That's not what's going to win us a championship this season. The effort that they played with tonight, that has to carry forward. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. People are just losing their minds trying to consume Marvel products right now, and I don't blame them. This is some of the best entertainment you can get on TV and big screen right now. If something's going to be successful or not, they look at the mentions, they look at the likes, they look at the retweets and the tweets and the subtweets and the tweet tweets, and they look at all of that to say, okay, this is actually going to garner a lot of attention. Is it going to be enough, though? I think the fish out of water syndrome might be enough for somebody like us because it's going to be hilarious to watch two stoner kids we saw barely make it through high school now live in a society that they fully don't understand because they've been stuck in a decade and never came out of it. Facebook stars, not ninja stars, okay? I know how some people take things literally. So don't throw ninja stars at us, but like the Facebook stars, click on those. That's what we want. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it's Jamie Sweet from Lakerholics.com. 
please go ahead and check out his five things articles at Lakerholics.com. Once again, the Lakers did fall just short in a almost miracle comeback in the fourth quarter. Came down from double digits, and it looked like a game that without LeBron, without AD, without Malik Monk, without Dwight Howard, that it would not be a good game at all for the Lakers. But you know what? This has to be one of the most inspiring performances of the year, even a loss. And the fact that even the refs were working against us, you know what? We'll go ahead and take the effort every time out. So if they can go ahead and bottle this up, and if Frank and the coaching staff out there can go ahead and continue this kind of effort, and continue to try to instill this kind of effort into the team going forward. Hopefully we can take that as far as possibly being something that the Lakers can go ahead and build upon. Hopefully one or all the members of the team that were not there tonight, LeBron, AD, Dwight Howard, Malik Monk, hopefully they can return to the lineup against Atlanta. Because again, I'm not sure how many inspiring performances like this one we're going to get, but the Lakers, due to a really, really bad call by the refs who didn't choose to overturn it, which surprised even the announcers on ESPN, unfortunately fall just short. That was the difference as they lose 117-114. to 114. Also want to give a big shout-out, as always, to our YouTube followers as well. Thank you so much. Watch, follow, subscribe, whatever you can do to help us out. We truly appreciate it right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Lakers Fast Break on Twitter. And also as well, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. If you have any questions, comments, or things you want to go ahead and talk about the team, please go ahead and do so at LakersFastBreak on Twitter, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. And also as well, a great place for a good conversation on the Lakers that's always going on. You can share your thoughts today as well at Lakerholics.com. Well, Jamie, just great to have you here, my friend. You are the only one that showed up for us here at the Lakers Fast Break, so we truly appreciate it. You know what? Who also showed up in a time of need for the team was Russell Westbrook. Again, 30 points in the second half. I know it only counts in horseshoes, but 30 points in the second half. You got to say he did his job. Hopefully we can see this Russell Westbrook going forward. Hopefully he can take this as a confidence booster and play like Jamie, Laker Tom, Joe Soro, and everybody else that wanted this trade for Russell Westbrook that has saying ad nauseum about Russell Westbrook. This is the guy, this is the guy. Well, hopefully this is the guy that yeah. we're going to see going forward. So we'll wait and see, my friend. I mean, let's be honest. Wouldn't, wouldn't you rather it work out with Russ than trade for John Wall? Well, not, especially not if I have to give up anything. And John Wall is going to need two, three, four weeks before he gets into full NBA shape. Minimum. Yeah. So Minimum. I mean, he may be able to shoot a little bit better than Russ. He may cut down the turnovers a little bit better than Russ. But still, he's not going to be enough of a game changer to go ahead and be the difference. I think the Lakers need something a little bit more. I just have a hard time training anybody who is playing for somebody who has yet to play at all. So, and I understand that, I understand that that's the same with Ben Simmons. No, 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 no non-starter for me. I, I have okay. a lot of issues, a lot of issues with the Ben Simmons saga. First of which is that I, I don't like how he is using his mental health in the way that he is. I find that to be a little bit of a cop out because it, either one of one, one of two things are true. Either you are suffering from a mental health issue 
and playing and moving to a huge market like the Lakers and being thrust into the middle <laughs> of, a, of a season that you're being expected to save it isn't going to probably do a lot of positive for your, you know, that's not a healing environment in my opinion, or you're faking it. And I don't see another viable option on that. That makes sense to me. So that's kind of my issue with Ben Simmons right now. I'm like, you know what? Own it, dude. Own that you, you hate Philadelphia. Just come out and say it. Like, I feel like the, the organization has kicked me to the curb. I don't like playing with Joel Embiid. He he makes fun of me in practice or whatever it is. Just come out and own it, dude. And the real reason it's the mental health thing is because there's a clause in the CBA that allows a player to uh, recoup salary with, with something like that. So all of that rubs me the wrong way. And so I want nothing to do with Ben Simmons on the Lakers. Well, fair enough. We don't have enough to trade for him. If Sacramento doesn't, then we certainly don't as far as the assets that, no. that we have. So. Well, I mean, and we don't even have enough to trade for Buddy Heald anymore. So, uh, yeah. well, there you go. even tonight, THD didn't make anybody go like, oh, yeah, I maybe know. him and Kendrick Nunn, who hasn't played in a pick that's almost in the next decade, is worth something. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. I don't know if it's worth that much, but again, it's, it's yeah, we it's have not. nothing. Yeah, we, we have nothing. We can trade the ball boy. Every time I see somebody put a trade where it's like, some of the fillers, Kent Bazemore, DeAndre Jordan, I, I have to laugh at it. Like, there's no GM. Nobody's that desperate. <laughs> no, Nobody is that desperate except for our team. And they don't save much money when they do take someone like that. So No, yeah. no. And, oh, the, the money's prorated. It doesn't matter. Like, you're basically, you're still playing a piece of driftwood in DeAndre Jordan. And Kent Bazemore, I actually think, has a little left in the tank. I, you know, he started the season really well, and then really fell off a cliff and i'm not sure you know what that's all about hopefully tonight maybe he can find a way back into the rotation and you know continue to have a positive impact on our season well let's hope so let's hope they can take this game especially russell westbrook and build upon it but we'll find out on sunday morning because the game 10 a.m that's right Yes, so it's an early start for all of us Laker fans out there. I guess I'm assuming because of the football games involved, but that's yeah. you know basically scheduling around that. But it is the Lakers Fast Break. If you have any questions for us at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter or Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com, or go ahead and if you want to give Jamie a shout out, the best place to do it is at Lakerholics.com where you can check out his articles, leave comments there. Laker Tom's got his great articles there. He's got some of his crazy trade proposals there. We've got a lot of great stuff that's always going on there at Lakerholics.com. But once again, the Lakers fall just short of a miraculous performance by Russell Westbrook and the Lakers bench. They fall just short in a miraculous comeback, 117-114. Any last thoughts on the way out? Missed it by that much. Yep, yep. Like I said, only counts in horseshoes, my friend. Only counts in horseshoes. But it's a classic Maxwell smart line. Yes, but the Lakers right now, 24 and 26. They are still ninth place in the Western Conference. They are now just two and a half games in front of Portland because they won tonight. So we got to keep an eye on them now. But we'll see what happens if LeBron can play on Sunday and AD, maybe Dwight Howard, Malik Monk. We'll see if they return to the lineup. That's very iffy right now. So we'll wait and see. But if you have any questions for us, once again, the best place to go, Lakerholics.com. The Lakers fall just short of a miraculous comeback, 117-114. But we'll be back on Sunday afternoon to go ahead and recap the game against the Atlanta Hawks 
right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.